This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermeer, and today in episode 177, because it is April, and April is National Poetry Month, I'm going to be sharing with you some more online poetry resources. Now, last year in episode 127, I shared a number of poetry resources, and I'm not going to be repeating any of those, and they are all still available. So if you don't find what you're looking for in this episode, or you want some more options, do go and listen to that episode. I will be linking to it in the show notes. You can find the show notes on homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. So let's dive into the resources that I've found for you for this year. And if you're not already, just before I give you resources, if you're not already doing some kind of poetry in your homeschool, I would suggest that you use this month to encourage you to plan to do it, if not this year, uh, next year. Because as students get to high school and then on to college, they are going to have to do poetry at some point. And so, you know, introducing it at a younger age, um, whatever age your child is now is the best age, just go for it. You know, from nursery rhymes when they're little to, um, you know, moving into limericks and then haikus and, um, you know, whether it's classical poetry or more modern poetry, spoken word, and you can find a lot of that on, um, on YouTube, is very engaging for teens. So, you know, you can find something that everybody loves. I mean, I have one daughter who does not read a lot, but she loves poetry. So don't just assume that your child won't enjoy it. Once you begin to understand poetry, it will open up a whole world of enjoyment. I must say, I didn't enjoy poetry until I got to college. And I had um, a friend who was in the same group of rooms as me in the dorms. And she unlocked poetry for me and started explaining it. And then I had some good lecturers and I learned to really love it. So with that, let me dive into um, the first resource. Now, the first resource is on the website poets.org. And it's a bit of, you can probably do a search there to find it. Um, but it's 30 ways to celebrate National Poetry Month in the classroom. Now, I know we don't have a traditional classroom, but some of these ideas are still really good. I, I really love the first one that talks about writing an email letter to an award-winning poet. It's called the Dear Poet Project. So I thought that would be pretty cool. Read um, some poems by a current poet and then write to them. Um, then there's a whole lot of more ideas, including you can sign up to get a lesson plan a day for, I think it's a month. So there's one of those in, in this list of 30 items. Yeah, it's called Teach This Poem. It's number 14. So um, it's actually a weekly poem that you get with classroom activities and multimedia resources. But quite likely, you'll be able to use these just as well in your homeschool with your own children. Um, another great idea is to have your students make and send greeting cards to family members and feature some lines of poetry. You know, if they know they're going to be sharing this with someone else, they're much more likely to actually do that. 
And there are a whole lot more great ideas. So go and take a look at that and see what would work in your homeschool. The next general resource, and by the way, the two general resources really um, cover more poetry appreciation. There is some poetry writing in it as well. And then we're going to go on to actually writing poetry. The second resource I'm going to suggest is one you probably know about, and that's Teachers Pay Teachers. Um, I even, though I've been using it for years, still sometimes forget about it when I'm looking for something. And what you can do is you can get free resources, because as you know, I like to share with you free resources. If you go to Teachers Pay Teachers, and you then um, use the keyword poetry and you filter out by the price being free. You'll see it's these options on the left. You put your, your keyword at the top and then the, the options on the left. And it will just give you, I am looking at 10,171 results. And you can then filter this down even more on the left-hand side. You can, um, you can filter it down by grade level. Um, that's probably about the most useful. And also there's like subjects as well that you can filter it with. But there are so many fantastic free lessons because I'll tell you why there are so many free lessons. I, I sell on Teachers Pay Teachers and you have to provide at least one item free so people can see the quality of your work. And so that's why you get these great resources. Um, so there is um, one here on haiku poetry freebie. Okay, and it shows you, teaches kids how to write haikus. Then there's one which, if you don't know what blackout poetry is, um, it's kind of a fun activity you can do. And there's one all about that. I'm scrolling down a little bit further and there's a nursery rhymes poetry book pages. So there's for some, some, some for a younger child. There's also 25 types of poetry, which is uh, for second through sixth grade. And that's a great way to start off by looking at that. And then one that I really like the look of, and it's called Music as Poetry Analysis Activity for Any Song, Digital and Print. If you have a child who hates poetry but loves listening to music, music songs is just a form of poetry. It's an audio form where it's set to music. And this is a great idea to actually analyze the poetry in songs. And so you can take whatever your kid's favorite song is and use this to analyze it. There's a free elements of poetry anchor chart. Um, there's another one that's a poetry analysis freebie, figurative language in poetry scavenger hunt, poetry comics, um, looking at metaphors with Robert Frost, a limerick poetry activity, just so much. And then there's even one here that I'm looking at teach poetry in four days homeschool friendly. So it's probably done by a homeschooler. Many of these resources are actually homeschoolers that perhaps were teachers before, or they've just done things their kids really loved, or like me, they teach at a co-op and they teach online. And so they put their resources up here. So I hope you'll go and dive into Teachers by Teachers. Obviously you can find about things and other topics too, but poetry looks fantastic. Now let's look at four resources linked to actually writing poetry. And the first one is a resource that I have mentioned quite a few times in the past called Make Beliefs Comics. It's spelled make, then beliefs with an S at the end, and then comics, C-O-M-I-X.com. Okay, and you can just go to the show notes if you need the link straight through to it. And they have a printable category that is poetry. And so it has seven different templates you can print off uh, and helps your kid to sort of get started with writing poetry. And they, they're very pretty. I mean, you don't have to do them in color. You could just even do it in black and white. Some of them are black and white, but it will just make it a little bit more engaging for your child to write and maybe take a picture of it and send it to family and friends. One of them is write some lyrics. So you see, back to the idea of poetry and songs, they are linked. They literally, songs are musical poetry. 
then if you have a child who's more interested in programming than they are in poetry, I've got a resource for you. Code.org, which again is something I've spoken about a lot when we talk about learning to code. If you go to code.org slash poetry, they actually have a page with coding with poetry. And they have two different um, little topics here. One of them is part of our code, so we know that's going to take about an hour, and it's called Poem Art. And you can add art and animation to a classic poem. The other one is called Coding with Poetry, and it's a whole module. And uh, it's actually teaching them to use the computer to write the poetry. And um, literally just open and go. You go in there, click on it, and your child just works straight into it. And at the bottom of the, the page that I'm just looking at right now, there are actually examples of students poems so both the illustrator ones and one where they've written themselves so you could first take a look at that to give your child some idea and then they can go and create it themselves i just love the idea of combining two different subjects you don't often think of the link between poetry and coding but here it is then a really cool resource is read write think spelt as you expected.org. And they have interactives that I've been using for quite a while. They were actually all flash interactives and they of course disappeared and flash disappeared, but now they are back and I'm very excited about it because all their poetry ones are back too. So um, the first, so explain this sort of about a page of them if I'm scrolling down here. And basically they walk your child through um, writing a poem in an interactive fashion. So there's like, uh, and you can also filter this by grade level, but you don't really need to because it's, it's just a page. You can just go down it. So they have, for instance, an acrostic poem, and it's an online tool that helps you to write that. And um, then there's also a haiku poem interactive, okay? There's lots of different types here that you can do. And so if you go into this, you click on there and you click on to, it explains what to do with it. Um, so it tells you here that the student, um, the haiku one, that um, they're going to write five seven and five syllables and they go work you through the brainstorming and at the end you can finally share it as an email or pdf or you can even print it out um so it's again it's like on computer so if it's a child who doesn't like writing on paper and they like everything that's online they just made this find this more appealing um because it's more the type of thing they like to do and and it just helps them it's, it's not just this blank piece of paper um, I, I know I looked at one of them, it literally says, okay, come up with a word. And then it says, now give the antonym and explains that the antonym is the opposite. I think it's the Diamante one. This Diamante poem starts with one word, ends with one word, and then it sort of it forms a diamond in the middle. And so you, you use um, the beginning and end word they're using are the, the synonym or antonyms that kind of walk you through it. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the way they do it is really fun and just helps your, your child to figure out what they want to do. And the final one, if you do have a child who really likes to write poetry, teeninc.com has a poetry section. So it's teen ink against spelt as you expected slash poetry. And here is a place that um, your teens can upload poems and the people who run the site will choose the best ones to publish and your teen can read poems by other teens. There are also competitions that come every now and again. And so they can also enter those and they could even possibly win something by that. But it's a way to get their work published if it's good enough um, in an easy sort of fashion. Obviously they're not gonna publish everybody's and they can see, also read other people's and see 
what is um, seen as being good poetry, um, well, at least by the authors of the site. So um, the, you, know, you can also filter to the top, you can pick editor's choice. Obviously, those are the ones that the editor thinks are extremely good. So I hope that this has been useful to you. Um, lots of ideas. And I hope that if you don't like poetry, you don't pass that on to your child. And instead, you maybe try out some of these resources and get your own mind changed about poetry. As I said, do go look at my uh, my episode from last year if you didn't listen to it because I have very different resources there I just didn't want to obviously copy the same thing so um, those do have more ones on poetry appreciation and places to find poems read aloud online etc and again I think they were all free almost everything I share with you is free I only share paid resource if I really really think that it's worth it well, I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review wherever you're listening to this. And if you would share it somewhere with a friend or on social media, because this just really helps to get the podcast out there and listened to by more people. Enjoy your week. I will see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.